Peace and blessings to all y'all good people. Thank you for clicking play on another episode of Big Man Tiny Kingdom. I'm going to talk about something kind of personal to me. I was a little hesitant when I was planning this episode out. I learned to cope with a lot of things from the experiences I hear about from others. And I know by little old me sharing what I'm going through, whether it's the good or the bad, who knows, maybe someone listening can gain a positive perspective and apply it to their own life. Back in 2009, I went through this phase where I was always physically tired. And I attributed it to the fact that I'm a night owl. Usually didn't think about getting into bed until about two in the morning. I'd lay down for about four or five hours and then next morning get right back to the everyday hustle. Doing that for so many years, I adapted to it and I just fought through always being drained. I figured that's how it's supposed to be. Sleep is for millionaires, right? Well, now I know that philosophy is so very wrong. I wish I could have a do-over of those years. And the other thing I came to discover is that the amount of sleep hours I was getting is okay. However, what was actually hurting me more was that I wasn't getting much quality sleep. I had this incident happen to me at work that forced me to pay attention to the signs my body was giving me. One day I was on the line assisting a customer and in mid-sentence, I fell asleep on the call. The company recorded every customer interaction and I got to hear it. It was terrible, y'all. I was on the phone sounding like a hibernating grizzly bear. Well, to save my job, I went to see my doctor and told him something just didn't feel right with me. This had to be more than I was just tired and sleepy. I had various tests done. First doc thought it might be something with my thyroid. Checked me out for diabetes. Checked me out for cancers. Looked closely at my blood work. Initially told me everything was cool and to lose some weight, drink more water, eat more veggies, get more sleep. Gave me a doctor's note for my job to work with me while I was still being evaluated. Went on short-term disability and changed to a part-time schedule. Did that for almost about a year. And then another thing happened to me. I was in the car waiting at the stoplight. In that short period of time sitting there, I fell asleep at the wheel. Thankfully, my body wasn't relaxed so much that my foot came off the brake pedal. I got woken up by the person behind me honking. But by the time I came to... The light was just about back to red. At that moment, waiting for the next green light, I decided that enough is enough. I called Doc next day, and I told him that I want this address even more thoroughly, did some more blood work, and then decided to send me to a neurologist. Turns out I have sleep apnea. My test numbers were very chronic. They did three sleep studies, and the highest number of times I stopped breathing was 55. The least number of times was 28. I was quickly prescribed a CPAP machine. That was in 2009, and I've been using it ever since. And I'm pretty faithful to it. There are times that I will fall asleep for a nap and not be wearing it. Times like that, I do pay for it when I wake up. Sometimes I feel like I've been brought back to life. But when I wear it like I'm supposed to, I sleep like a big-ass baby. There's times when I get eight to nine hours of sleep. There's other times when I only get four to five. However, the result is always the same. I feel so brand new. It's wonderful, and it's amazing to me how effective those machines are. I do have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it, though. I love that I get the REM quality sleep that I was apparently missing out on all these years. 
I'm grateful that I was responsible enough to address it because I've heard the horror stories of people laying down and not waking up. But on the flip side, I do hate wearing it. It's uncomfortable. Hurts the bridge of my nose. The amount of pressure I'm prescribed drives me out so badly. Sometimes I get nosebleeds, sores in my nostrils, pain to the touch for about the first hour after I wake up and take the mask off. The humidifier part of the CPAP machine, to me, is worthless. It's supposed to help with the dryness, but it really doesn't work for me. The regular upkeep and maintenance is time-consuming, and it's a chore that I really wish I didn't have to do. The per-month cost of the supplies, it's a little something more than I want to spend. And I don't like how it looks on me, which was my first dislike about it. I was self-conscious about wearing it and didn't want to let anyone see me with it on. One thing that made me feel that way is that I've let homeboys know that I wear a CPAP machine. And I got the kind of friends that always want to laugh at things. Plus, I've seen plenty of comedians crack jokes about people who wear CPAPs. It's something that makes people laugh. And I do have a sense of humor, but sometimes uh, the truth in things can be taken too far. And, and, you know, there's an emotional side attached to that. And another reason I felt uncomfortable about it was that when I was prescribed a CPAP machine, I was single living alone. And I felt embarrassed letting a lady sleep over because that meant she would have to see me wearing it. On purpose, I would go to sleep wrapped up in the sheets like a mummy, or I wouldn't wear the mask on those nights. But my snoring is so bad, so loud, that it's unbearable for anybody to sleep next to me. Sometimes I wake myself up. I got to the point that I wouldn't have ladies stay over. If they were there for an adult reason, I would say to her, after the fun, you got to run. And I know that wasn't always cool, especially if it was really early in the morning and I'm asking them to leave. That's a safety risk for her being out on the road during those late or early morning hours. I think the only reason I got away with it was because I set the expectation up front. What got me over viewing my CPAP machine as an embarrassment was when I watched this TV show where Shaquille O'Neal was talking about his sleep apnea. It was showing him getting a sleep study, wearing the mask, and talking to his lady about sleeping next to him. Shaq is always someone that I love watching him play, and it seems like he's a cool, fun-loving dude off the court as well. So I remember saying to myself that if someone I really admire and respect is brave and open enough to show others what they go through in their personal lives and how they go about tackling whatever it is, then okay, I too can do this without feeling like I got to hide it from anyone. I've come to realize that it's not that big of a deal. Once I took on that attitude about it, I actually had nothing but the best of support for my significant other, making sure I put it on at bedtime, helping me with the sanitizing and maintenance of the machine parts, not making fun of how I looked wearing the mask. It's just natural to me now to always put it on because despite all those negatives I mentioned a moment ago, I don't feel like a whole person when I don't use it. So I just do it put up with everything that goes along with it, and I feel so much better when I use it than when I don't. Now that I've become a regular camping person, I had to get creative about how to make sure I maintain my use of my CPAP when I'm sleeping outdoors. Most times, it's just the same as being at home. I like to make reservation at campgrounds with power, so there's nothing extra that you have to do for that. But there are occasions when I've been without electricity. To remedy that, I bought a couple of battery packs that were designed primarily for powering a CPAP machine. There's a lot of different brands. The one I bought 
is called the Battery Power Solutions Freedom V2. A little pricey, 280 each. But if you use the CPAP, I highly recommend them. They work great. One fully charged battery, I get three days use out of it. Now, caveat with that is when I'm camping, I don't even try to use the humidifier with my CPAP. I did that once, and the next day when I woke up, the battery was completely drained. I noticed that my mask was off, so I must have pulled it off when I was sleeping once the power died. I know some people have no choice but to use the humidifier, but I'm good without it. And when you camp in, it's extra things of all with using a humidifier. It means you have to bring some distilled water. And depending on how you lay in your tent, you got to figure out where to put the CPAP so that the humidifier part with the water in it doesn't tip over. Otherwise, you're going to wet your bed. No pun intended. I camp out the back of my pickup truck. What I did to eliminate the CPAP machine laying on the bed next to me while I'm sleeping was I took some heavy-duty industrial-grade Velcro and I put one side of it on the truck bed wall and the other side on the bottom of the CPAP. The CPAP unit is very light, maybe a pound or two or three, and it sticks to the truck bed wall with no issues of it coming off. As for the mass and the hose, I bought this unit called Respify for a hundred bucks that cleans and sanitizes everything inside this bag that you put it in. It's perfect for using outdoors because it has a built-in battery, so I don't have to worry about how to power it. During the daytime, I stick everything in the bag, turn on the Respify and let it run its cleaning cycle, which is about 90 minutes. And then I can just leave all of the CPAP items in that sealed bag until it's time for bed again. If you think about all the dirt and dust and debris and whatever else is flying in the air out there in the wild, I don't really have anything to worry about while all the products are zipped inside the sanitizing bag. Once I get the RV, having power and how to keep the CPAP sanitized will be a little less of a concern. I'll still have to keep at it with the everyday maintenance, but with having a kitchen and bathroom area, an RV being more of a house compared to tent camping will simplify the process for me. I wanted to chat about this because I know I'm not the only one tent camping that uses a CPAP. You don't have to neglect your sleep therapy while you're out on the road. If you're out there boondocking, you don't have to worry about power or have to invest in a bulked up solar system to accommodate how much wattage your CPAP uses along with all the other electronics. You're going to have to spend some type of money, but should be a reasonable amount and it definitely will be worth it. Before I get out of here, let me acknowledge my sponsor for this episode, C.C. Henderson. Thank you for investing in me and for helping me put some money into things to boost up the podcast. It's about to get cold outside here in Arizona. Well, what we call cold. It ain't nothing compared to other regions of the country. Don't get it twisted, though. The desert chill in the nighttime will surprise the heck out of you. I'm looking forward to it, though. Looking forward to sharing with all y'all where my travel ventures will take me next. I'm going to put this challenge out there. Take you an unplanned, spur-to-the-moment trip to somewhere you've never been. I'm going to do exactly that and let y'all know how it turned out in a future episode. May the Most High guide you, energize you, spoil you rotten with love, and keep you safe. This is Big Man Tiny Kingdom.